Hey friends, I go by Chavid Dang. Yo fam, I'm Dine Peace. You're listening to Sit Down, Be Hungry. If it ain't shabu, we ain't hot potting. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry, episode 44. On this episode, we talk about our Euro trip. We got the juicy bits, including 3D printed steaks, an Asian drink themed sauce on you, with Hugh of You by Hugh, and more. Episode 44, dropping panties. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, bitch. Sit down. Be hungry. Be hungry. Welcome to Sit Down, Be Hungry. This is Dime Peace. This is Chavid. This is episode 44. I couldn't think of anything to say. That's fine. We're tired. We tired. It's it's fine. We tired. Um, Yeah. Thank you for joining us, guys. Always glad you could make it. So since we were last here, we went on a trip. We, we we took a little excursion. Yeah, so um, like we said last time, we got to celebrate some homies uh, celebrating their union in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we were there, we also got to eat together. And yeah. Oh, uh, wait, before we get started, do we have any shout outs? Yes. Shout out to uh, Handle It Happening. We've talked about it before, and shout out to all the homies that brought uh, yummy, delicious food. The best barbecue in all the land. Pretty much. I'm really sad we didn't get to get to your deviled eggs, but I'm sure they were amazing. Those deviled eggs fucking pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Okay. Um, shout out. Actually, I don't even want to shout this out, but I've been like wanting to do this melon spritz for a while. It was good. That was, or, no, no, it was no, terrible. I liked I I couldn't really You're remember. You're too good of a friend, Chavin. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was fine. Well, I think you just enjoyed the fact that it's alcohol. And it was, gr- and it was green. And it was green. It was, yeah. I think like a lot of people were like, what's that? And I'd make it. And they're just like, oh. I'll just drink it because Amp made it. I was in a green vibe because I was really happy <coughs> with... Juan Reyes. <laughs> I was happy with the way that my grilled green tomato came out. So I think it was a very green handle it for me. Yes. Um, a, a dish that I actually came up with on the plane on the way home too. So yeah, I, w- I was really happy with the way that came out. And then, um, so Chavin was super nice and went to uh, Broke Bitch Diner, past guest of the show, Casey. What's Yoon. up, Casey? Um, she had her first popped up. She talked about this on, on her episode. Yeah. So it finally just happened today. Full circle stuff. Full yeah. circle stuff. It's in the back behind us. When we're done recording, we're just going to heat that stuff up and get back into it. So, yeah, definitely follow Casey, uh, Broke Bitch Diner. At Broke um, Bitch Diner, yeah. At Broke Bitch Diner on Instagram. Or and at Scene Change Go. And it's uh, it's happening at Reams, also another homie of ours, a favorite place for us to dine at. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's happening on... I don't know how often it is, but it's. I know it's always going to be on a Monday, which is her day off of uh, Medio Noche. Yeah, it's putting in that work. No, it was it was a good crowd in there. It smelled really good in there. I cannot wait to eat it. Really excited about the chili oil crisps. I, I grabbed a couple uh, cups of, and um, yeah, we're going to try to breeze through this so we can go eat that afterwards. Yes, yes. Shout out to Casey. Thank you for feeding us tonight. So um, if you've been following Sit Down, Be Hungry, which you guys are, um, Chavid's been really good about posting uh, foods that we've <laughs> eaten uh, while we were overseas. And still so, working on it, too. They're still coming. Yeah. No, th- there was a lot of meals to have. Um, so, yeah, just so you guys know, we're going to talk about what we ate in London um, and in Lisbon. Yes. So together in London, we got to eat at Dishoom, which a lot of people recommended mm-hmm. uh, it was your first time too right yeah and then on the th- in the course of this trip i ended up eating there three times i'm not even surprised about that yeah uh, oh man but we were super happy so it was a long wait uh we got to you know while waiting shout they, out to the sherry lady yes they gave us a uh, cups of sherry which was very nice and when i went back in the morning to which get- actually this panty dropper that we just had reminded me of the sherry 
Wait, just to, so to clarify for the guests, the Penny Dropper is a dessert wine. It's a dessert wine that my roommate came over and, and poured us a, uh, each a glass of, and he's like, this is blah, 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 a.k.a. Penny Dropper. <laughs> I don't even know the name of it. But because you're just going to remember Penny Dropper. Penny Dropper is the name. It's, um, I feel like you don't even need to say it now. You just need to remember Penny a, Dropper. For the people who really want to know, it's, a v, it's from Visa Tui. It's uh, Angelica. Mm. She's a Penny Dropper. Or Angelica, depending on maybe the region it's from. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but there was a lot of wine that was had on that trip, too. But we can even get to that in a little bit. Yeah, Dishoom was... That Black Doll was a highlight. Um, I okra. wouldn't say it was my... It was For me, it was. I liked it. it felt cheesy. Like, there was cheese in it, but there wasn't cheese. That's what I liked about it. It was definitely a really great meal. It's probably the best, quote-unquote, Indian food I've ever had in my life. But it wasn't, like, something that I'm going to crave. Yeah. But it was good. I can say, too, good. for sure, I wouldn't necessarily scope out going to Dishoom again because, one, I wouldn't want to wait. Yeah. But it's one of those where I just feel glad that I've had it type thing. And things. you know what? I'm a basic bitch. I like, I like my chicken tikka masala. Yeah. And or my butter chicken. That's, the lamb I, that's I, what I like. I really like the lamb stuff there. The lamb chops were fire. That, like, other lamb dish we got, the bigger one mm-hmm. that Nina wanted, that one was really good. Even the little lentil chips we got were awesome. Oh, yeah. I love papadums. Ch- and and the, this, the way they serve the papadum is a little different from you normally get it. Mm-hmm. It was fried. Um, and they kind of came in like little strip form, so it's easy to pick up. And yeah, just... yeah, that was really tasty. And then it was like a pistachio kufi at the end. That was we weren't sure about getting dessert, um, but I'm glad we got it. We just got we shared just the one pistachio uh, popsicle, and that was really tasty to me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it really rounded out the meal at the end. Yeah, and then shout out the next day because we got up and we got the bacon naan to go. And even in the morning, they offered you a uh, chai while you're waiting for your food. So super nice, super hospitable. Um, you know, if you've been to London, you've probably been there, but if you haven't, that's always going to be on the recommendation list. Totally. Yeah. What else do we have? Um, so Nia and I separated from you. You, you hung out with some friends. Yeah. Shout out to my, uh, Brighton friends. That gang came up. Shout out to Mitch, Nino, Yana, um, Asher. We got a light snack in the rain and we got like four, eight things and they were all four, amazing. Four, eight things. Yeah. Four, <laughs> eight things. Highlight was like soft shell crab with a, with a activated charcoal bun couple different kinds of fried chicken, um, some beef ragu gnocchi, a burger with aged cheddar that Asher was able to finesse the third patty out of rather than the two. Oh, man. I posted that one already, too. So if you want to look at the spread we had there, um, I need to tag all the vendors, but there are so many. That was a good highlight. While you were at Sketch getting tea, right? Yeah. So I've had high noon tea before um, in SF. A couple of girlfriends took me a couple of years ago, and I thought that was like a pretty fun experience. But... We were super excited to get to do that at Sketch. So Sketch is a very Instagram-friendly place. It's the spot where when you go to the bathrooms, you're basically peeing in these giant eggs. Um, The room is pink, and it's all this artwork. But, you know, I felt like it was a really neat experience considering it was both of our first times in the UK. And there's like a Michelin star restaurant in there too, right? Because it's like a multi-compartmental space, right? Yeah, there's like four restaurants within this one space. I know some of them have like really high... And each one has like some sort of a different experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got like four sandwiches and... They were all very tasty. It was very expensive, but it was all really good. And I don't really know a whole lot about tea. And so I don't know if it was like an authentic experience that we had. But it was authentic to you. Regardless, I had a nice time. It was a really cute space. And I took some really cool photos. So I'm yeah. happy we went there. I got FOMO even though it was across town. I wanted to meet up, but it didn't work out. But it's still cool because I had some really good stuff also. My only thing about that was like we had to use the those egg restrooms yeah which looks cool but 
I mean, like if if you have to drop a deuce, you're kind of stuck in this little tiny room of your own smells. Really, they don't ventilate. No. Oh, that's no. that's not cool. I'm not speaking from experience. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just by hype, uh, by prediction. Uh, prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else do we have? And then oh, we, we oh. got to eat at your favorite. My favorite. St. John. Oh, man. That tripe salad was the one. Tripe salad was definitely my favorite. Because it was pickled tripe, right? It, it was cool because you know how, like, you know, pickled red onions that come out super magenta-like or red? They did the same thing with tripe. I mean, that one I think I posted already. Yeah, no, but that, was, that, one... that was my favorite dish of that whole meal. Um, it was funny because, like, everyone, I talk about it often, like, I don't really like vegetables. But I texted Flan, like, the next day. I was like, hey, I ordered two salads. And he's like, what? The tripe salad, and we also just got a side salad. I was like, I just need some greens. I think just because of... The n- a lot of fish and chips the night before. Yeah, well, also... And salt beef bake. Oh, my let's God! T- we have to talk about I the bit. I forgot we were only going to talk about three things in London, but I'm sorry. We have to dr- throw in this salt beef bake. Oh, I had one more before I left. After you'd already gone home, I had another one. Okay, so we got to with, go With see, Beige God and, and company. We got to see Artful Dodger, which was a highlight for me. <laughs> but that's for another pod, maybe. Another, yeah. And so Chavin was talking about the salt beef bagels, which is basically a bagel with corned beef hash in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, is it corned beef hash? No, it's just chunks of salted beef. It's a very Jewish, British it, thing. It was very corned beef hash. Hask. Yeah. Hask. Hask. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, Chavin looked, did his research, and apparently there's two places that sell the same thing. They're right next to each other. They're actually only separated by a sourdough donut place, which I got donuts from as well on that oh, trip. Oh, I didn't realize that. It was in the, it was the middle building, because it was closed when we went, but it was the middle building where I got the sourdough donuts. Uh, we So we were quite inebriated at this time, <laughs> and Jordan, or Chavid, convinced Nina and I were like, we're like, yeah, 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 whatever. You're getting a car, cool. We're going wherever you <laughs> say, wherever you punch the address for this car that's taking us. And uh, so we both go into the first one. It's pretty empty. Yeah, well, because in my research, it's funny that I've never gotten this bagel on my past UK trips. I've always wanted to, but I've never, like, been in the right circumstance to just get it, like, conveniently. And the fact that we're staying nearby, I was like, it has to happen this time. And I just knew that there were the two right there. I didn't know. I knew there was, like, a famous one, but I knew there was another one right there. And I was like, let's investigate this. So go on. So, yeah, we go in. We order one. Nina's going to pay for it. And then I was like, all right, let's, you know, save time. Let's go get the good one. Because I just want to really go home. Yeah. I'll go next door and grab the other one. Which ended up being the good one. You and I walk in together, like, and there's a shit ton of people. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is the, the, w- s- the spot. Yeah. So I think what we learned is, because remember, both these bagels cost the same price. Yeah. I think what the other spot banks on is the fact that they, when people are too fed up or don't want to wait for the good one, they'll come to them. Because the prices are the same, but the quality yeah, is so, so different. And so, I mean, I don't like mustard. And so we had to get uh, mustard and pickles. I had to get that on the side. Yeah. And so I'm sorry that you guys. Oh, didn't it's okay. Have, like, when I went back to get my other one, I got experience. it. I got it when I went back. It's okay. And so, okay, so we, so we're like, so then Nina comes in and she's like, holy shit. Yeah. There's like a shit ton of people in here. We take it to go. We take it back to our hotel. Um, I only bite the second one, the the, the, good the lit one. the lit one. Yeah, which is I bit that one. And you're first, like, you're done. You're done. Like, yo, this is really good. So then. I try. I take a bite of the the original, the first one we got, and I was like, "Oh." See, that's the thing too. I feel like the the crappy one, it would be fine and passable. You'd be happy with it if you didn't oh, know the totally. good. Totally. If it you was, didn't know it the, was, it was delicious in its own yeah, in its own right. If you didn't know the good one existed. If I never had that second one, then I'd be totally happy. Yeah, it's, it was tasty. It was, it's very tasty. It's yeah. delicious. And even if you look in the side by side, though, it was so different because the good one was like glistening. Like, it just had much more grease and juice on it. And I wonder if it's, like, has anything to do with, like, because um, there's 
uh, more volume of people going there. That so they can keep a the fresher. Pro- keep a fresher, you know what I mean? So I mean, I think that's a huge key as well. I'm sure there's big articles kind of discussing maybe the, the not the rivalry, maybe just the existence of these two places. And I'm going to have to go farther down that rabbit hole. I also did eat some really good rabbit on this trip. I feel like there's definitely a lot of history there and definitely worth exploring. So the next board, when I'm bored and going down rabbit holes, I'm definitely going to maybe read about them more now that I've had both. Yeah, and I'm also, I was like really excited about it too because I didn't have any corned beef and cabbage this uh this uh what is Saint Patrick's Patrick's Day? Day? Yeah, so <laughs> what was, a reference point from I know, five but I was ago. like when I had that, I was like, Oh this I does really, it. This hits I it really for you. I like this. This, this is hits. delicious. You're gonna and you've been thinking about it since, huh? Yeah, no, it's really good. It. It's really tasty. Um, we don't have anything yeah, like that here. I mean ha- make it happen here somehow. Yeah, I mean the closest thing I think if we want that type of realm is you gotta go to Tommy's joint, which is is and good, like, but it's I not mean, the same. Because like what corned beef is basically pastrami, right? That's in chunks. Is that the same? I mean there's probably different slightly different different slightly different spice blends, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, salt beef bagels are a thing in the U. Is it all of UK or is it only in London? Uh, that Do I don't know? know. I'm pretty sure it's in most other places because I did go to Manchester on my own on this trip, and I believe I saw some there. I just did not order them. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, I I was very happy to have that uh, at I don't know what time that was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was pretty. Not at, it was not at a normal late. time. You, some people can call it nighttime or morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. That was probably the highlight of that leg of the trip. Yeah, um, for then we sure. went to the music festival, ate some great things. Uh, yeah, the uh, we out here festival. Uh, I some only of the best festival I only food. ate on the second day. Yeah, but definitely the best festival food I've ever had ever. The quality was up there. Um, I mean, most of the group we were all really excited about the handmade pasta joint. It was called like Cooking Schools or something like that. I've tagged it on our page, but they had like these brown butter sage ricotta raviolis. That was oh my god! It was so it was only cheap too. It was like eight pound for like this big. Oh my god, so good! And then uh, I think they had a. A ragu that was really good. Um, and then I went to a, like a Ghana kitchen a couple stalls down. Had some fried chicken, some jollof rice, some breaded okra, and some fried plantains with like this chipotle lime mayo. Okay. Oh, and then that was the first day too. And the second day you got those really good uh, fries, right? Yeah, so I didn't know what halloumi fries were. Oh, halloumi's big in the UK. Yeah, so uh, Nina and I were like, oh, let's just get a bunch of different fries. So we grabbed some halloumi and then uh, like just fries with gravy, like equivalent to like disco fries, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a good comparison. Yeah, I agree. And so halloumi fries is basically fried cheese. And so we ordered it, we ate a couple, and then we we read what it was. That sauce. And it it made me feel bad. I was like, I don't want to eat just fried cheese. And even the sauce was sitting in though, it wasn't really even just like a gravy it was really complex and really good it was robust oh man that was the perfect because we like we didn't like sit down to eat that meal we we were eating it while we were watching music yeah and that one and it was like the perfect vehicle to get us through that set i i didn't tell you this but so when we realized that it was just we were just eating fried cheese we had a couple pieces left we're like no we can't eat this like i feel bad oh yeah and then we're like well should we bring it back to the group and i was like no i don't want to even look at it anymore like we felt really bad Uh, but we trashed it I, we I've, just brought back the fries. Oh. Uh, so in Lisbon, Lisboa. Lisboa. What is it called? The pastis de nata, which is yeah. the Portuguese egg tart. Uh, what most people know is, you know, like the egg tart that you get at dim sum. Yeah, but it's the, the mm-hmm. dantat, but it's the Portuguese way. Super different, but similar. Very similar as far as like the custard. But the crust, I would say, is the main difference between the two. Definitely, because dantat is more like a, fl- uh, more like a crumbly type. It's like a buttery, flaky mm-hmm. crust, whereas the pasta de nata, it's like layered. It's a layered. It's like filo dough almost. Yeah. With a, it's, it's really sweet. crunchy. 
buttery layers. Oh, my God. And in Lisbon, of course, they're everywhere, and we're eating at least numerous ones a day. So there's two major ones. It's called Pestis de Belém, which is the OG spot. Mm -hmm. And then the second one where it's like the the new, like the newer. The one that was a chain that had a couple locations? Yeah, Mantegaria, I believe. Yeah, the one that was in the timeout market, yeah. Yeah. So we we ate at Mantegaria first because that was the most, uh, like, locationally, like, closest to us. And then... um, we went to, uh, and then we went, you know, we were aimlessly walking at this point, and I was quite uh, tired and sweaty and uh, sunburnt. My nose turned red at this point. And so Chavin's like, oh, Pastis de Belen is oh, we're just We're by the right famous over, one. We're by we're the by famous, the famous one. one. So we're walking in this hot, beating, 90-degree sun. It was sun. so damn and humid. And Chavin's like, oh, it's like five minutes away. 15 minutes passed. I was like, hey, how much further? So we walk past, we walk near it, and there's a huge crowd in the front. Ninety percent of our group beelined left and was like, "Nah, we're going to the park." And I was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm all the way here. I'm gonna go get in this line." PatrickAguilar.com has no idea what's going on, and he's like, "Uh, I'm gonna go with Amp." <laughs> so all they're selling is this egg tart and so i imagine the line's going pretty fast and so we kind of just stood out front we saw that it was moving quite fast and i was like all right well let's just get in line whatever and then so we get in line and so patrick and i were like well we're obviously going to get some for everyone but you know we each deserve two each because we waited in this line and so chava texts me hey how's the line moving and then i just thumbs up his comment <laughs> not once did he ask hey can you get me one too so we decide to buy one for everyone. Of course, ourselves, we treat ourselves to two. And we're like, how, how can we make this more fun? <laughs> so we walk back before we turn the corner to go to the park where everyone's hanging out, laying down, drinking beer, snacking under the shade. We're like, all right, we're just going to take two out, hold it in our hands, stuff the bag into our tote bag, and then just walk up. So we're just walking up and, you know, we're, we've eaten maybe like half of half of ours now. And then so everyone's like, so how is it? <laughs> I think Chavin, you were the one that was like, how is it? We're like, oh, man, this is the best one we've had all day, the whole trip. We probably already had at least six each on this trip by now already and then, at this so, point. Like, in a very annoyed voice, Chavin was like, so what, do we just like wait in line now? Do we just wait in line now? And we're like, uh, yeah, I mean, it was moving pretty fast. And then so Patrick's like, so do you guys want to try it? And so Patrick pulls out the bag of it and like throws it at them. Like, here you go. You can try it. But that's not even like the best part of this story because D-Hop was like, yo, you guys stressed out Chavin. (laughs) Like he was stressed out because they see us walking up and we're just like smiling, eating this egg tart. And Chavin's like saying like, man, I don't see anything in their hands. Do they just not buy us any? Like, all stressed out. And that was, like, worth it. Just hearing that you said that to our homies made it all worth it to wait in line. Oh, man. For ten, the whole 10 minutes we waited in line. It made it worth it. It looked like an hour line. If you were to walk up, it looks like an hour line. Um, you were so upset that we didn't even- we're not assholes. Of course we're going to buy you stuff. But you were so angry. I knew it was implied. Like your inner fat kid was like, what the fuck? Hey, the heat gets to the best of us. But you agree that was the best one we had. It was by far the best one. Yes. And, and, and two, to bring it back to like a comparison level. Oh my God. Once we're done laughing. 
it, it's hard because growing up Chinese and eating Dantat most of your life, it was kind of like the differences make you feel like, oh, but this isn't Dantat. So I kept having to go past that to really enjoy this. For sure, for sure. Because the custard was like had a slightly different consistency. Yeah. The custard was a little more pasty here. And um and a little more cinnamon, a little more on the spice, and then uh, the, but the crust I think was the main factor that made it better. But oh my god, that was so anytime good. that I could make you stress out of food, I will do it. Good to know because it means hopefully I'll still get to eat from it. Oh my god, that was probably the highlight of my whole vacation with you. Oh, that's I'm glad. my favorite story to tell, and I'm sorry that I keep on telling you. That's fine. I'm willing but to it's accept too that. Too good. I'm to willing tell. to accept that. Okay, and, and because I've said it on the show, I have. I don't have to say it that much good, more now. Good. You only get to listen to when you get to recap the show. Okay. Yeah, I'll, that's fair. I'll take that. It is now time for the GC bits. This is where we talk about food news that you and your stomach need to know about. What have we got this week? Oh, man. So this first one is from TechCrunch. <laughs> Brandon. Sush. Anyways. <laughs> Nova Meat has a platform for 3D printing steaks, and it has new money to take it to the market. Hmm. So, um, Flan just showed us this video, and uh, I guess we could put it up for, for you guys to uh, maybe, like, we'll share the links. So you if, can, yeah, if we forget, just ask us, and yeah. we'll, send, we'll send it to you. So, this video, it basically, and it kind of piggybacks to what we kind of talked about on the last episode, about the Beyond Meat and Impossible, where it's just ground meat. And you can't really make every dish with ground meat. It just doesn't doesn't work because not yeah. all food is grounded. Mm -hmm. And so this company is printing steaks, basically. And and they plan to do other meat substitutes in the future, like fish and chicken as well. But honestly, starting with beef off the rip, like I I appreciate that ambition, but I feel like that's a little like a it's like tougher to make convincing because. You know, there's the marbling, there's the red color. Because in the video, the thing looks pretty yellow and brownish. It looks like um like a shoe, not a shoehorn, but like what's a shoe liner? Yeah, and I, I love think you buy from Walgreens, and you have to cut it down to fit your shoe. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I love in the I love in the video too. They showed like the CAD program 3D rendering of like yeah. the steak disc, and the thing when it was printed, it came out looking nothing like that. Yeah. But overall, I have to applaud their efforts. Like totally. again, I know this is I a think big. It's a great idea, and it's I think it just really needs cool. Some, it needs some more work. But definitely check out the videos if you haven't yet to see what it's looking like and seeing what is possible. Um, it's a Spanish company. You know, I think um, Spanish cuisine is very reliant on really good meat, too. So the fact that it's kind of being made in an area where people really are protective and into their really good quality meats, the fact that they're, they're here and trying to really do something different, I think, is awesome. So I don't know a whole lot about like 3D printing, but I, I think from what I, the little information I know about it, it takes a while for it to like print something, right? Mm -hmm. And so like me being a consumer, am I, is the plan like I'm buying this machine and then I'm printing my own meat and then I still have to cook it? That's like a long time. I don't think, I don't think it's to have a printer in the home to do it. I think just the, the, the end products that have been printed will go out to the stores. Yeah, right off the bat, like if it's something that I'm printing myself, I'm kind of turned off by it. Just because it's, it would take so long. I already have to make my food. Well, I mean, if you go to the store, it'd already be there. Yeah, no, totally. That makes sense. So, I mean, if this gets, if this takes off the ground, I'm pretty sure they're just going to have more printers going at all times and just printing these things constantly. Yeah, because I was also thinking, like, if this is like a home printer, like, I have to go buy this stuff. Well, you have to buy the filling? <laughs> the the ink? Yeah, the ink. The ink. The mink? The, the mink. <laughs> That's um, another animal, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think this is cool. I, I, you know, 
of course, with time, it's going to eventually look better. But like today, right now, I don't want to eat that shoe, shoe liner. But I think the potential is definitely being seen because the article also says that um, it caught the attention of New Crop Capital, uh, arguably one of the most seasoned investors in expanding the market of meat replacement. Okay. The firm also um, manages Memphis Meat, Beyond Meat, so Impossible's okay. biggest competitor. Yeah. Um, Kite Hill, Gelter, Good Dot, Aleph Farms, Super Meat, Mosa Meat, New Wave, and Zero Egg. So they're really so they got some heavy hitters. They're like putting their, their, their back chi- they're putting their chips in this on this for sure. I mean, like we talked about last show, it really kind of has been the summer of meat replacements. So I'm curious. Yeah, it does look pretty funny for now, but I think maybe a year from now, we might be talking about them in a different light. Who knows? This next one is from NBC News. The Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat aren't healthier. Fast foods, meatless marvels are just PR. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm with that. I, I, I think like you were saying earlier, it's, it was never really the point for them to really say, oh, this is the healthy alternative. It's just an alternative. Definitely. Like, yeah, I don't think each either company is claiming like, yo, eat our meat. You're going to have a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And, and that's a huge misconception because like vegetarians are not necessarily healthy or just because they don't eat meat. Yeah, you can still fry stuff. You can still cook yeah. something in oil. <laughs> it's more how how whatever you're eating is prepared. Yeah, and also it's always the portion thing too. And a combination of working out, which I lack. Yeah, but I don't want this to make it sound like we're giving you <laughs> advice. I think it's just cool though that in general, like our last article and like last show, it really kind of has been the summer of um, of meat replacements. Yeah. Along with Hot Girl Summer, but it's also been <laughs> meat replacement summer too. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I... I'm yeah. I'm, it's still fast food. It's all unhealthy. <laughs> I mean, it's, and even a, a bigger sign to kind of show you, you that that's to, you can't go to Burger King and Carl's Jr. and claim health. Yeah, that was my <laughs> next point. All of them are starting to go there too. I just saw another article the other day too that KFC is testing the plant-based chicken, oh, and yeah, they did yeah. like a test run in Atlanta, yeah. and the line was like wrapped around the block two or three times. All they did was open up an avenue for more business. Yeah, they're reaching a, a clientele that they never were able to reach before. I think right now too, they're kind of just writing the zeitgeist, the fact that it's a hot topic and that everyone's curious about it. But then you have folks like our homie Gautclout. You know, this is a viable, really good option for him that would totally. love to eat the normal thing if he could. He just yeah. can't. So I think sometimes it's about people that don't even have a choice. It's for cool sure. that people that have a choice can make the choice, but for folks that can't make and the choice, and also the folks that like. At some point, were able to eat it, and whatever happened in their lives that they couldn't anymore. Yeah, yeah. I would hate to like have been able to eat some of these things and been told no, you can't anymore because of X, Y, and Z. Definitely. So it's just nice now that people can kind of still relive that glory. And and to the health thing again too. I know me personally, I don't necessarily eat these things more because because it's it's a meat substitute. Like if I'm if I'm getting a burger. Sure, I have the option between a beef patty and an impossible patty, but I'm still probably getting a burger just as frequently as I would before these even existed anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it, I think, at least for me so far, I've noticed that might be the right way to handle it. I'm not, like, increasing my burger intake just because I know they're impossible or beyond now. For To be honest, like, for me, like, the only times I've ever eaten it, it was just because I wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I like it more. And we can also talk about the cost thing, too. I mean... Um, who knows how, how, as time goes on, how more readily available and demand comes if the prices go down. But, I mean, it's usually an expensive totally. upgrade at most places. Yeah, like it's, most an, it's bars. definitely an added fee if you're doing a substitute. Yeah. I know I bought some Beyond Burgers, and it's it was, I don't I, I can't remember how much more it was compared to just regular 
beef, um, but it was a sizable amount more to spend. It's usually a couple a, dollars more to upgrade yeah, to the patty. Sure. So it, it's just going to be, like like we said with the last article, it's, I think it's just going to be really interesting to see how time kind of treats this phenomenon because I think it's going through all like its early stages now of us really feeling it out. Um, I'm curious, excited, and scared for how it's going to go. All three. I don't know how many other phenomenons have me feeling all three right now, but I'm, I'm down. This last one is from People. All Which people? <laughs> the people. Oh, I'm kidding. The people that are all, like, all those magazines in the waiting rooms oh, of all doctor's offices. Okay, with, like, fake celebrity tabloids on the front? No, I think they're real. Oh, okay, well, hopefully this article's <laughs> real. So Olive Garden's lifetime pasta passes will sell out in milliseconds. So because it's on people, it's, like, credible news, Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So a rep for Olive Garden tells people that all the passes, pasta passes were sold out within a second. Milliseconds, actually. Um, last Thursday, so from the time the show comes out, two Thursdays ago. Okay. Two Thursdays ago. So we've talked about it before. So Olive Garden offers a like an unlimited pasta pass for a year, mm-hmm. which is a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars, and this is for life, like pasta for life. That's crazy. Like if zombie apocalypse happens, you could still walk in there. You probably have to make it yourself, but you could definitely do it. So this pass was going for five hundred dollars, and fifty people in the world own it. Wow. That's crazy. That's a part of quite a cool club. If any of our listeners have this, I, I, we're curious. Because the article doesn't state the terms, but we're guessing, right? We're thinking it probably means like one per day and like not the super extravagant pastas, probably like just the base ones. So it's unlimited pasta, sauces, toppings, and breadsticks, soup, or salad. That's what you can order. Mm. So not like any of the specialty entrees, I guess. Okay, okay. But if you're this dedicated, I'm pretty sure that's all you're wanting when you're going in there. I mean, anyway. all I want is the breadsticks and the salad and the soup anyway. What if they had a card for just that? Mm. Ooh, they got to work. Yo, Olive Garden, you got to hit, hit mm. us up and mm. add us to your consulting team. Because you're right. I think you're you're not alone in that. I think a lot of people are in the same camp. It's hard to commit to a whole plate of carbs. We've been talking about meat substitutes all day today. So that's, this that's is quite a, a filling a transition. Um, so the car, like there's a gold card, which is, um, the lifetime pass. It's a, it's a pretty, I don't know. It looks like a pretty cool credit card. It's like brushed gold. Wait, where are you in the article with the picture? I don't it see says it. a lifetime pass. Oh, there pass. it is. And then the, the fake name, it's Ollie Olive. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I feel really unfortunate for someone that's the real name and they get bothered all the time. I want to know someone who has this. I think a lot of people do, but I especially just, we I, do. I'm curious to know. What type of person is is one of the one of the fifty? Five hundred is a pretty good deal. That pay, you could, you probably make that back so quickly. I don't feel like doing like very quick maths right now, but you could definitely make that back. Like um, if you eat, if you go to Olive Garden once a once a week. How much is an how much do you think an entree would be there? Ten, fifteen bucks. So the soup and salad is ten. Well, I don't know. It's also been ten years since I've been to Olive Garden. Yeah. So from what I remember, it's like ten bucks for okay. the soup and salad deal. Okay. So ten dollars a week. Fifty-two weeks. That's five hundred. That's pays for itself in a year if you went every day. If you no, if you went once a week. Once a week. Oh yeah, you're right. You if go, you once, go w- once a week. You pay off your pass already in a year. Wow. But you get it for life. And then you then you're in the green after that. Totally. Wow. Yeah, we need to find. <laughs> excuse me. We need to find someone that has one. I'm really curious about um, this. Someone, please, if you happen to know anyone that has this lifetime pass, I, I bet need you to, people I that want ha- to shake your hand. I bet you people, and then maybe take the card. I bet you people that have it are super like low key about it though. Like, they're probably, like, really secretive about having it. I don't know. Would you have it? Would you flaunt it? Fuck yeah, I would. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I don't think I would because I think... I mean, it's tied to your name, too. It's so, tied to your name. So if someone stole so it, you can't... Like, 
hey, David, you're going to come with me yeah. and I'm going to order extra for yeah. you. Yeah, or, like, or like, hey, are you going to Olive Garden today? No. Well, can I borrow your card? I'm going to go. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. They probably have a system because 50 people could do some damage if everybody uses it like that. If I if I had this card, I would use it to my advantage as like taking a friend out for birthday. Because oh. it's like, because usually when you take a friend out for your birthday, you're paying for yourself and your friend. Yeah. In this case, you know, I'm just, I already get my meal. So for you're free, paying for your friend. So I'm just paying for my friend. And you could get one of the more higher end entrees for the friend. Yeah. And you could still split it's it and share. Share. Yep. Oh man, that's how I would. That's how I would uh, use this to my advantage. Maybe if the show really takes off and if we're really good at internet sniping algorithms and buying stuff, maybe we can score a account. Account. Maybe a. Can you get one of your cousins to create a sniping app for us? I don't have cousins that do that, but I'll try to ask them anyway. (laughs) Okay. All right, y'all. It's that time. What time it is? The most controversial bit on this podcast is called saucing on you. We name three food items. You've got to pick one to never have again. We got a very special guest today. What's up, Hugh? What's up? We did a sploosh, sploosh, sploosh. Is it? What's your What's your slogan? Help you, help you be the best you. Hey. <laughs> if you don't like it, you don't like yourself. If you don't like yourself, you should do something about it. This is one of the few people I let touch my head. And give him money for it. <laughs> 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 Sploosh. Um, yo, he's he he gives you some of the flyest cuts. If you want that drip, you gotta find this dude. But uh speaking about drip, are you here to uh get rid of some food items? Sure. No, just one. Oh yeah, just one. I, I, I butchered that because uh the theme that we're gonna do is uh, Asian drinks. Okay. So we have <laughs> I, I butchered it so bad. Whatever. Uh coconut juice, calpico, and Thai tea. Coconut water, calpico, and Thai tea. Thai tea. Yeah. For me, that's really easy. Ooh. It's coconut water. Okay. I just don't really care for it. I mean, I, I'll drink it, but I will never go out and buy one. Okay. Like when the whole coconut, like people are buying it like crazy. I just, I would didn't do that. Okay. I just not into it. I do appreciate the coconut man at Dolores Park though. Oh, a lot of people do. It truly gets rid of that nasty rum taste. Like, you don't really taste it. It's really delightful, actually. Mm. Um, so the Coconut Man is... I don't even know his name. His name is the, the Coconut co- Man. It's really the Coconut Man. Yeah. And I think there's a I think there's a new Coconut Man. Ooh, Coconut Man. Like, that's trying to steal his game. Because I saw him and I was like, that's not the same dude. And it was not the same setup. Not the same setup. Anyways, Coconut Man at Dolores Park. For $10, you can get a coconut... He pulls out this machete, like chops off the top, puts a straw, and has you drink the juice, and then he replaces it with Sailor Jerry. He does that like dramatic high pour too. Yeah, it's very it's it's wild. It's, it's a, very it's delicious. A show. It's so we're putting that in this it's a drink in this, and a show. Are we putting that in this category then? No, no, no. I'm just okay. saying like that's really the only time I care for coconut water. Okay. Norm, I normally don't ever drink it. Um, I did have hard coconut water in the can for the first time the other oh, day. Oh yeah. Drank those yesterday. It's very good. Yeah, it's tasty. But not enough to keep um, it for you. I'm a little, I was a little, I feel like I was bamboozled with that because like the White Claw straight up has, it says alcohol, like mm-hmm. whatever percent. But the coconut one, it's fermented coconut. So it's not like added alcohol. It still said like 4% on the can or something though, I right? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. That's fair. Uh, Calpico, I don't get it often, but when I do, it's like a treat. Okay. I was like, oh, you did good today. You deserve a Calpico. <laughs> Is that their is that their uh, new 
new tagline you want to you want to pitch to them? Sure, I'm okay. gonna I'll write them an email. Yes, please do. <laughs> and then Thai tea, I don't get it that often, but when I do, it's like a treat also. So okay, all three of them are kind of like in that same realm for you. The Calpico and Thai tea for sure, but uh, okay. coconut water, I'll I'll drink it because it's free. I got it for free. Okay, okay. But I don't ever buy it. All right, fair, Hugh. fair. All right, Hugh. Um. I love coconut water. It's very refreshing. It's like a very different refreshing refreshment from water. You know, it's it's very good for you, especially after like a hangover. <laughs> okay, that's very true. So I can't, I gotta I gotta stick with the coconut water to stay. Yeah. Oh. Um, pulp or no pulp? Really depends on my mood. Mm. Okay. Is it like? You're drinking, you want the no pulp because you're hungover, so you just want to down it fast? Um, I like the pulp. I just like pulp. Okay. You know? Even with like your orange juice too? Yeah. Orange juice for sure. Pulp. I'm a very pulp orange juice person too. Yeah, I like pulp. The pulp definitely helps me preserve the beverage longer. Okay, I get that. It gives you, it keeps you occupied? Yeah. <laughs> It makes your drink last longer. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Like I'll it's down more, a cup more of water. Activity going <laughs> yeah. more, activity. More, more activity in the uh, in the flavor town. Uh, in my mouth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so cool. coconut, coconut water stays. stays. Yeah. All right. So between Ta- Calpico and Thai tea. Thai tea is definitely um, it's a traditional drink. I um, grew up drinking it. I love it. Um, that has to stay. Uh, with boba or just straight up? Um, I like both. Both are uh, it's a good time. It's a very classic beverage. I like um, I like the milkiness. I like it when I get it at um at a restaurant and you can see the clouds. Oh, oh the, the, <laughs> the, two la- the two layers. Yeah. It's fun to mix. You can see uh you can uh I think I heard this from an old brewery owner I know, but uh, you can see it do the dance. Yeah. It does the, it's doing the That's dance cute. Like with, it. with the condensed milk kind of pouring down. That's a very great reference. The first time I ever had it, I was mind blown. Was like, <laughs> it gets you jacked. You yeah, know? it's like mesmerized. You could watch it, it all get day. You, get you there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that leaves, uh, you're going to drop Calpico? Yeah. I do like it. I've, I can only say I've only purchased that specific brand maybe like twice. Oh, okay. So... It's not because I don't like it. It's because the lack of experience. Okay. Okay. I love I love coconut water. I've been drinking it for my family has been drinking it for a long time. So I think it would be wrong if I canceled it. Mm. So, so you, now you've also got an obligation to save Calpico, it as well. Calpico, you're almost Can- like Tampico, but don't taste the same. <laughs> But, but they sound the here. same. <laughs> You're out of here. It can Calpico go. Canceled. It can Calpico go. Like, yeah. I love Calpico so much. Like, I'll buy the ice creams. I'll buy. Wait, they make ice creams? Yeah. I'm yeah. learning so many new things today. They're delicious. It's not yogurt flavored, is it? I don't know. Man. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just that creamy, like, almost like can artificial lychee. What, what is Calpico, really? We're all. We're Show <laughs> me a video. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just like drinking it. Show me the video. <laughs> like, there's Calpico candy. Like, I like Calpico flavor. Yeah, it's tasty. I feel like it's kind of based off of, like, artif- it's probably not inclusive in it, but it feels like artificial lychee to me. 
Like it always has that like kind of fruity there's, back. There's a there's a lychee calpico. They have all different. But flavors. I feel like all of them have like some resin <laughs> resonating like cal, like lychee esque. Even like the not lychee flavored one. I could be wrong. It's like placebo, but like they all kind of have that little ending to it for me every time I drink one. Picari sweat was for like the adults, and then calpico is for the kids. Yeah, maybe that was the marketing technique. And like for me, in like Japan in the eighties, sort of in the same family, like Ramune. Yeah, well, that's more soda, soda forward though, right? Yeah. And I just bought that for the marble. So it's just flat soda. It's flat soda. It's flat cream soda. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm into it. I like okay. it. Well, with that said, due to my nostalgia, it stays for me. Okay. Um, you know what? I think we haven't been all different on this segment in a while. Um, I gotta drop Thai tea. Because for me, I never had that same like nostalgia of getting it. And for me, it always felt like too much of an upsell. Like if I'm going, I never just buying it. It's always like at a restaurant and you're always like, oh, do I want to spend the extra $3? Whereas I think the other two are more in like a grocery store setting. So you're more like willing to just have it because you know you'll have them at home. Like I don't have Thai tea at home. It's like more like, oh, okay, I'm out. And it's like I'm adding on top of my salt and pepper chicken wings. No, I get that. And, um, um so I think for me, yeah, it, was, it was more of a splurge. All three of them were kind of splurges. But um, this one was more like a higher-end one in comparison, so I never wanted to gravitate it to it as much. Like the Thai tea, like a lot nostalgic. Like our, my brother's nanny would make it all the time. Mm. And then there's this cafe in uh, in Alhambra. It was called, it's called JR's Cafe. I've talked about it before. It was the 24-hour spot that we would go to after the weekly club raves. And the the hack, was, I mean, you know, we're like teenagers or early twenties. So we don't have a lot of money, and so there was a limited Thai tea at the at the cafe. That's so much cafe. sugar, and you're like, you know, coming down from raving, and you just, you know, want to drink a lot of Thai tea, and then and then just like give me the whole saucer of condensed milk so I can make it even sweeter. Oh my god, that's <laughs> sorry, that sounds disgusting to me. Sorry. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was a time. I, it was a time. Like, Thai tea, like nostalgic reasons. Like for me, like I I remember those times. It was a fun time in my life. Mm. <laughs> going to weekly raves and going to JR's cafe with my mm. friends till four in the morning. This might have been one of the first times we've done an all beverage sauce on you. Yeah. I think I, so. I can't think of another time. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad we, I'm glad we did one and hopefully we can do some more. So, Hugh, where can where can the folks find you? Um, you want to do something with their hair? com. Take your ass to the You by Hugh Barber Gallery on 76 6th Street. Hey. hey and so hey, folks can go to your site and make appointments there? Yeah. All right. Javid does. He's very satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Come say hello. Thanks, Hugh. Hey, hey, hey sir. Well, this wraps up our show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in, as always. We super appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate all the love and support that we get from you guys. Um, and follow us on Instagram, Sit Down Be Hungry. We have a website, sitdownbehungry.club. We're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and... Maybe some more places. We don't even iTunes. know yet. I'm I think so, I said you iTunes. You never know what places pick these things up. Um, and give us a call. Yeah. Um, What's our phone number? If you want to call us, it's 415 366 Four four or three six 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 egg. And so I think we have. Do we have a couple? We have one. We got a voicemail, voicemail that we're going to listen to. All right, play it, Flan. Hi, my name is Taylor, and um, my question for you guys is: If you had to give up breakfast, lunch, or dinner for the rest of your life, which one would it be, and why? 
Thanks. It's easy for me. All right, Taylor. So if we had to give up breakfast, lunch, or dinner for life, what would it be? Are you eating though? Sorry, this is a childish Gambino reference. <laughs> I um, don't know what you're saying. It's okay. Drewski <laughs> will get it. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Oh man. It's easy for me. You want to go? So, Okay, this is going to be... I'm going to use a loophole. Oh, boy. Okay, go. Um, I'm okay with skipping breakfast, like like eating breakfast time. <laughs> oh, I, I see your loophole. But I love breakfast food, and I could have that at any time of the day. Can, can that pass, Flan? Taylor... If she has a problem with that answer, then she can. You can let you. me know if you have a problem with this. So I'm okay skipping breakfast time. I can get rid of breakfast time, but I keep breakfast foods. Let's make it that easy. Let's just let's just think of your breakfast foods, lunch foods. This is it's like sausage on you part two right now. Yeah. <sighs> okay, let's start over then. No, keep keep okay. running, keep running. Sausage on you part two. All right, then if we're getting rid of. The actual foods, the meal, then I'm going to say I'm okay with getting rid of lunch. Okay. Because it's almost I, like fake dinner? Yeah. It's an in-betweener. Yeah. And it's uh, a It lot doesn't of, quite know what it wants to be. Lot, and a lot of times lunch is just like you're just eating to for sustenance to get you through the day. Because you're, you know, I'm at work and so I'm eating, you know, whatever I can in that half an hour that break I get to... So I can continue working. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not always the most exciting meal. It's sh it's just something. It's okay. just a thing to eat. Gotcha. So it's not necessarily like something I crave. Okay. Uh, for me, this is an easy one. I'm gonna easily be able to drop breakfast because you're uh, not awake ever. Uh, that too, but also the only real breakfast food I get excited about is like hash browns. Yeah. And I don't. I could get away with eating. But you eggs. can never have hash browns again. Because that's not served at lunch or dinner. I'm okay. I'll just give me my fries. All right. I'll be happy with fries. Okay. I will miss hash browns a lot. I can have tater tots if I almost kind of want to feel like the same thing. It won't All be right. the same. Fair enough. Um, I don't miss eggs in a breakfast setting that much. I could I can get those in other meals of the day. Um, because I work in downtown and I have a lot of great lunch options, I really enjoy my lunch and I really take the time to do it when I can. So it's more something for me to look forward to. And also, sure, I'm not always up, but even if I am up, I, my metabolism just doesn't get me going that early in the day, so I'm not even really that hungry at the start of the day, even if I have woken up early. So breakfast is an easy one for me. Lunch and dinner, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for your call, Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. And uh, what else are you looking forward to lately? Um, so it's my birthday next week. Oh. And uh, I've been wanting to – I've been kind of wanting House of Prime Rib for a while now. I've kind of talked yeah. about it. I feel like it's made little appearances here and there on the show. I mean, if you're if you're a Bay Area resident, you should well know what House of Prime Rib is. If, you, if you're not, it's a local institution. They've been doing it since, like, the 40s. Um, yeah. And that's like literally the, all they serve. Like a, this man comes in this giant paper white hat with a rocketeer-looking yeah. uh, thing with, of with meat. A big metal With a big metal floating tray of – goodness and it's and like i think it's a it's a solid prime rib but it's like the experience is what i'm really the spinny, after the spinny salad that spinning salad is very very delicious i'm a huge fan of that their house made sourdough bread very very sour and very crusty which i really really love and um you know it's the one time i ever get to eat yorkshire pudding which i also very love i made a good one last year yeah i'll find the recipe i'll make it for you again because i put oh, like duck fat in mine so it was good and um and, you know, I like all these, like, little hacks that you can do. Which I want to do this time because last time I went, I didn't do any of them. And, uh, yeah, I don't know yet because I'm for sure going to do a king cut. 
I don't know whether I want to do English style or because of the slices or if I want to do the sear. I got to still think about it. I know you do the sear. I, I like the sear. Um, so I think we should bring some Tupperware. Okay. Or at least some Ziploc bags <laughs> because you never know which server you're going to get. So like they this will give you another slice at the end as long as you're done. Yeah. But I don't want to not get that last. I don't yeah. want I don't want to miss out on getting the extra slice because I have meat on my plate still. So you never know who you're going to get. Yeah. I will pack some Ziploc bags for us. Okay. See, look, that 7 by 7 article I found with the hacks didn't include that. So we're giving you some new info here on this pod. And so my favorite thing actually is taking that extra piece of meat home and then cutting it up and making fried rice the next day. That sounds awesome. So that's what I like to do. At House of Prime, right? Ooh, maybe only tacos or something. Then I'll make some tortillas. Yeah, so yeah, I think we should definitely bring something just in case because we may get a cool person or maybe not a cool person. Who knows? Well, regardless if you get a cool person or not, uh, happy early birthday! Thank you. Yeah. Anything else you got going for you? Uh, after all this uh, extravagance, I just need to eat some salads. I've said a, that a couple times. Be a on the again. Yeah. Except for after this, because we're eating Broke Bitch Diner. But after that, then yeah. Well, actually, no, not true, because I'm going to try to go eat at Lovely's tomorrow. So after that, <laughs> I'll be back to salad. I really salads. like this like salad talk, because I ordered a couple salads in the UK. I had a salad over the weekend at Square Pie, guys. Who am I? <laughs> I Oh, I went to yoga on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Again, who am I? New dime piece, who dis? New dime piece, who dis? And we have a salad back there from Casey. Oh, yeah. So, so much salad talk. And I still need more. I, I still need more greens. So that's going to be my future, too, when I'm I not mean, doing this I mean, to be honest, stuff. as I'm getting older, you know, I'm going to be late 30s now, salads should be part of my life more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you discover that together. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Goodbye. Later. Dropping panties. Dropping panties. Dropping panties. Dropping panties.